0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus performance line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me
0: every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. One player is out and two are questionable entering the weekend, but it sounds worse than it really is. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders.
1: Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome into this Friday episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and you continue this conversation with me by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. And text me just by going to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders. Register there. You can text me when I message you. It'll come through as a text message on your phone, and you can talk to me during games, practices, in between times, during press conferences, all the good stuff. First two weeks are free. If you like it, stick around. If you don't, I appreciate you giving it a try. Anyway, I am your host for this program, David Harrison, on Twitter at DHarrison82, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, I appreciate your continued support for the show. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase on last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with the Game Time app. Today's episode... Is all about what could go down on Sunday as the Washington Commanders look for their first 3-0 start since 2005, all the way back when Joe Gibbs was was in his second run as the head coach of this franchise. So it's been a while since this team was 3-0, hoping to see this team go 3-0 again on Sunday. But before we get to all the stuff that could happen, we've got to talk about some predictions. We've also got to take a look at who will and won't be playing in this contest. And we know officially official Logan Thomas, the tight end, is going to be out for this contest. Of course, ever since he suffered the concussion against the Denver Broncos on a dirty, dirty hit by Denver Broncos defensive back Kareem Jackson, who I still say should be suspended for at least as long as Logan Thomas is out. Uh, we pretty much have have operated under the assumption that Logan Thomas was not going to play in this game, right? The way the concussion protocols work, uh, especially nowadays, the, the ability to clear concussion protocol Within enough time to go from one game day and being healthy and active for the next game day, I would say it's impossible, but it's very, very unlikely. And then the the way that the concussion happened to Logan Thomas, the severity that it looked like on the field, you pretty much knew there was, there was little to no chance that Logan Thomas was going to be able to clear concussion protocol uh, beforehand. So we'll hope we'll turn to next week and hopefully see him uh, back on the field for Washington uh, in time for Philadelphia, for a trip to Philadelphia in week four. Questionable coming into Sunday. There are two players on the commander's roster. Questionable. One of them, wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, who's been on the injury report now for a couple weeks with a hip, uh, was able to play in Denver with it. So not too concerned there. Safety camera curl mispractice on Friday with an illness. Uh, again, he is questionable for the weekend. Nobody is doubtful for the Washington Commanders. For the Buffalo Bills, quite the contrast. Uh, nobody is out for the Buffalo Bills this weekend. Nobody is questionable this weekend for the Bills. And nobody is doubtful. For the Buffalo Bills. So you are getting essentially the healthiest version of the Buffalo Bills that you can get three weeks into the season here uh, in 2023. Now for Cam Curl, again, wouldn't be too concerned there. Ron Rivera told us after practice, he basically has flu-like symptoms, cold-like symptoms. uh, And if there was still a probable category in the NFL, Cam Curl would be uh, on that probable list and then Curtis Samuel would be uh, in the exact same list. So don't expect Cam Curl to miss the game. I don't expect uh, Curtis Samuel to miss the game. So I think Logan Thomas is going to be the only player that you're going to be missing from the active roster on Sunday, which means defensive tackle Duron Payne is fully cleared, good to go with that ankle to take on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. On the Buffalo side of things, something interesting that I, th- I thought was interesting anyway, and I don't want to read too much into it, but defensive end Leonard Floyd uh, listed with an ankle, safety Micah Hyde with a high hamstring, tight end Dawson Knox with a back. Uh, we're all non-participants of practice on Wednesday, fully cleared this weekend, no game status whatsoever. Dawson Knox even missed practice on Thursday, so usually DMPs Wednesday and Thursday. Typically, you show up uh, on the game status record is at least questionable. Uh, Bills cornerback Tredavious White was given a veteran rest day off on Friday, and free safety Jordan Poirier, was given a veteran rest day off on Thursday. So that's a lot of players and a lot of important players that the Buffalo Bills are giving some rest to and giving maybe some extra rest to uh, that don't necessarily need it need it uh, at this point in the time in the season ahead of uh, ahead of this ball game. Does it mean they don't think need, they need uh, those guys on the field for all that much practice? I don't know. Again, I don't want to read too much into it. I just think it was kind of interesting. Uh, after two games in the season, we're already giving so many people uh, official Veterans Day is off. And then again, uh, I don't know, two two DNPs followed by a full practice and a non, you know, non-classification kind of tells me that maybe Dawson Knox could have practiced those first two days. And the Buffalo Bills basically just felt like he didn't really need to. Uh, and again, so take that a certain kind of way. Don't take it a certain kind of way. Uh, But it certainly is a little weird to me. Typically, like I said, you see a guy get two DNPs in one week. Usually, he's at least questionable for game day. You know, even if he plays, he's at least questionable, right? With Logan Thomas out of the question, though, for Washington, uh, what the question we have now is, will Washington call up a tight end from the practice squad or are they going to roll with Curtis Hodges as the third tight end on Sunday? Now, Curtis Hodges is on the active roster, not on the practice squad, so he doesn't need to be called up. So, you know, traditional thinking would say, Curtis Hodges is that third tight end, but he hasn't been active for a single game yet this season. He did have some struggles in camp in the preseason. And there was even some question coming into roster cutdown day whether or not Curtis Hodges would be kept on the active roster. And when he was asked about, you know, keeping Curtis Hodges over some of these other players, Ron Rivera basically said, look, he didn't get to practice that much in this first year because of injuries, but he's got a unique skill set, unique build, all that stuff that really fits this offense. So you don't find those guys anywhere. And it kind of sounded like they were keeping him because they didn't want to lose him, which is fine. Every, every NFL team does that. But Alex Arma, on the other hand, is on the practice squad, has some tight end experience specifically with this team in this scheme from training camp and preseason, and according to Coach Rivera, can be a four-phase special teams contributor. So does he get called up and become that third tight end? Maybe he gets called up, and he's essentially a fourth tight end, and depending on Curtis Hodge's performance in the, in the flow of the game, maybe he gets in, maybe he doesn't. If he's active on Sunday... It'll be the first time Curtis Hodges has been active for an NFL game in his career. Meanwhile, Arma has 70 active games under his belt so far and can also play fullback. Something that could be interesting, kind of my own brainstorm. If Washington gets into a short yardage situation, maybe you put Chris Rodriguez as the deep back. Maybe you put Alex Arma as the fullback. It's a pretty heavy package there that you got running that Buffalo Bills defensive front. Uh, Not something I'm sure they've worked on in practice. So, again, it could just be my good idea, Ferry. Floating around there and not really uh, living in the land of reality, but something that sparked into me and uh, in my brain. So I just wanted to let that uh, out for just a little bit. And so now that the combatants are mostly set, both these teams know, for the most part, who they're going to have available on Sunday. There are three things that I think the commanders have to do in order to beat the Buffalo Bills this weekend. I'm going to tell you what those are, along with some bold predictions coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day today's episode of locked on commanders brought to you by game time buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful if you want to go see the commanders beat the bills the whole experience start to finish should be enjoyable right well game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all your sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're about to have easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area through game time And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, game time will give you 110% of the difference. Right now, you can get tickets for as low as $74, reduced by $20 with our promo code to go see the Washington Commanders take on the Buffalo Bills. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason, and you even get images of your seats before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress. With Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the redeem code uh, Locked On NFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today's episode of Locked On Commander is also brought to you by DoorDash. Missing the syrup for your pancakes or you just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. You've trusted DoorDash to, to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. If you want even more value you can save on all your groceries and, re- and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. I am a Dash Pass member, and I can tell you that it is worth it if you travel a lot or if you just use DoorDash a lot like I do. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer service, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's $50 off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKEDONNFL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks again for making a Locked On Command. your first listen or your first view today and every day and every day is again. Really appreciate you for coming through like you do on a regular basis, getting ready for Commanders versus Bills week three, 2023. And here are my three keys to a Washington Commanders victory this weekend. Key number one. And I'm going to tell you right now, this key is the number one key. Not only is it the first one I'm reading, it is to me perhaps the most important key of all. And that is you've got to defend the Buffalo Bills tight ends. I almost said Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo Bills tight ends, Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid every day. If you go back every month, every draft coveragers. If you go back to April, you'll remember. I really, really liked Dalton Kincaid. I really liked this tight end class just in general. And I was on the train and saying that the Washington commanders, you almost can't afford to not take a tight end from the top of this class somewhere in there. Dalton Kincaid was a guy that I really had my eye on for the Washington commanders. Now, Gradually, as we got closer to the actual NFL draft, Dalton Kincaid's stock went from mid day two, early day two, late day one to mid day one. And, you know, you're not going to take if you're the Washington Bears, you're not going to take a tight end in the first round. Not with this roster. It's just not feasible. But the, the, the reason I like Dalton Kincaid did not go away. And Dalton Kincaid has certainly shown flashes of what made him such a draft darling. Since he's joined the Buffalo Bills, Dawson Knox is already a solid piece there. And those two so far this season have combined for 19 targets in two weeks, 15 catches in two weeks. That puts them on pace as a tight end duo to receive 161 targets and to make 127 catches between the two of them. Last year, Buffalo Bills tight ends were targeted just 77 times. So that's more than twice the, the pace this year than last year. Bo- Buffalo tight ends last year. All of them, not just the top two, all of them, 57 catches. Again, they're on pace for 127 catches this season already. And because of that selection, uh, the Buffalo Bills are using 12 personnel 50% of the time. So half the time the Buffalo Bills come out there, they're in 12 personnel. That's one running back, two tight ends. Uh, This season, compared to last season, last year, they used 12 personnel 6% of the time. All last year, 6% of the time. That's a huge jump in their 12 personnel usage last year. The Buffalo Bills preferred to use 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, and they did so 72% of the time. This year, they're in 11 personnel, only 36% of the time. So, again, massive shift with these two teams, or when these two teams, rather, face off in 2021, just so happened to also be week three. They were in Buffalo. In that entire game, the entire game, according to Sports Info Solutions, the Buffalo Bills used 12 personnel zero times. None times the Buffalo Bills used 12 personnel last time the Washington Commanders saw them. So even though you've got a lot of Washington Commanders defenders who were here for that game, the coordinator was here for that game, you're going to see a completely different Buffalo Bills team than what you saw then. 78% of the time that game, the Buffalo Bills were in 11 personnel. So bottom line is this team drafted Dalton Kincaid for a very specific reason. That very specific reason is they want to be too tight end heavy on the ground in the passing game. And look, you're talking about rushing the ball. That puts seven blockers feasibly on the line for every rushing play. Now, again, sometimes they'll be split out. Sometimes they'll be wide, all that stuff. So I'm not saying that they will both be in line tight ends on every rushing play with their hand in the dirt, but you have up to the potential, the potential of up to seven run blockers every time they rush the ball just before or uh, before you even get to the wide, the wide receivers. That is a huge, huge advantage for the Buffalo Bills if they can get Uh, Those blocks going right and when you're facing a defensive front like they're facing Washington with all those for those first round draft picks, you've got four first round draft picks on the front on the defensive front, you put seven dudes uh, on the defensive line, you can on the offensive line rather you can double all those guys but one before you even add anybody uh, in there to help. Now granted, what that's going to do is essentially leave the linebackers with a little bit more space and a little bit more freedom. That's where Jamin Davis and Cody Barton come in. And that's where they're going to be huge in this game one way or another i'm telling you right now if the buffalo bills or if the washington Commanders defense can keep this bill's offense from scoring more than 24 points i think it's going to be because Jamin davis and or hopefully both but and or cody barton have a big big game performance wise setting the edge filling the gaps keeping the quarterback at home defending the tight ends in the passing game cody barton Jamin davis If they ever had an opportunity or wanted an opportunity to prove to everybody, prove to themselves, their teammates, their coaches, the fans, the media, that they're the two linebackers to take this team to the next level, this is the game to do it. They've got to defend the tight ends, counter the tight ends when they're in blocking. Uh, If the Washington Commanders don't do that and figure out that equation, I don't know if they can come away with a victory. So that's key number one, defend the tight ends, cover them, counter them, however you want to call it, account for the tight ends. Key number two. Ride the running backs, Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, and Chris Rodriguez Jr. I want to see all three of these guys getting carries. I want to see all three of them getting involved in the offense, keep them fresh, rotate them through there, ride the hot hand, sure, but also understand when you need to give a guy a breather. On the other side of the ball for Buffalo, from the we'll go from their offensive line slash tight ends to the defense. Uh Buffalo likes likes to use a 3 3 5 defensive lineman, three linemen, three linebackers, five DBs. They've done that 50% of the time this year. They also align with light boxes 51% of the time this year, and they only stack the box 21% of the time this year. So what does that mean? That means you're going to have running room through the middle of that defense. You're going to have running room into the second level of that defense if your offensive line can block at the point of attack. They also only blitz 10% of the time. So a lot of times when you come to the line of scrimmage, what you see is what you're going to get. The Buffalo Bills don't really like to get too crazy, right? And if you go back to the Denver Broncos, And what Chase Young said to us in the locker room uh, beforehand about the 21-3 to start, he said they were doing a lot of trick plays, a lot of kind of crazy things, a lot of unscouted looks. The Buffalo Bills, they kind of like to just attack you the way that they are. They kind of just say, here's who we are. We're going to beat you because we're better and we execute better. So in, uh, in theory, that should simplify some things for the offensive line. If they can make that first man miss as running backs, if they can get to the second level as blockers on the offensive line, they should be able to exploit those light boxes, a lack of blitzing in the 335 alignment uh, along the defensive line. Allowed only the the Buffalo Bills defense allowed only 55 rushing yards to the Raiders in week 2, which would apparently go against what I'm saying right now, but they also gave up 172 yards to the New York Jets in week 1, helping Zach Wilson do the unthinkable. But David, that means that they're really good one week, really bad the next week. So what's the actual answer? Well, the actual answer is this. Overall, the Buffalo Bills are allowing 5.28 yards per carry. Which is third most in the NFL right now, with their total rushing yards not looking terrible. The total rushing yards they've given up, they're about 19th in the league. So, right there in the middle of the pack, but their yards per carry, they're one of the worst teams yard per carry. Why didn't the Las Vegas Raiders get an opportunity to exploit that? Well, they had some really bad blocking. Two, they had a a really big deficit. You look at the Washington Commanders, they threw the ball 30 times in the first half against Denver. Why? Because you're down 21 to three. You kind of have to start uncorking it just a little bit. So, execute early defense don't allow three touchdowns on the first three drives and you can get that running game going take advantage of that soft spot on the buffalo bills defense in fact when you look at last year or last week you go josh jacobs 2022 nfl rushing leader uh in the nfl ran for negative two yards total that does not speak to a weak rush defense well here's the counter to that josh jacobs ran the ball nine times all day three of those nine runs Produced 10 yards or more. Literally, three of those nine runs, Josh Jacobs had nearly 40 yards. But the ones that were negative were so bad that he still finished with minus two yards. And again, that was mostly on blocking and not the running back's ability. So Brian Robins can only do so much. This offensive line has got to block this Bill's defensive front, and they are blockable. It is doable. And I would say that you're probably going to get more of a Jets-type performance than you are uh, a, a Las Vegas Raiders Type moment. Uh, on top of that, Buffalo also gave up a 34-yard run to wide receiver Trey Tucker. Hello, Jahan Dotson. Uh, and a 5.5 yards per carry average to backup running back Zamir White. So, again, B-Rob, Antonio Gibson, uh, Chris Chris Rodriguez. Uh, keep those guys fresh. Keep them rotating. Take advantage of that soft middle of the Bills defense. Key number three, bring the stick em. This one's going to be a little bit simpler, a little bit faster. Offense and defense. Too many missed opportunities in the air in the first two games. The offense has four drops in two games so far. They're on pace to have 14 more drops this year than they did last year. That is not how you support a young quarterback. Three of those four come from the tight end group. One of them came from Brian Robinson Jr. On the other side of the ball, in week one, Joshua Dobbs of the Arizona Cardinals threw three turnover-worthy passes. None of them were intercepted. Russell Wilson in week two threw two inter- or turnover-worthy passes. One was intercepted. That's one out of four right now. That's a 25% rate. The Washington Commanders defense makes a quarterback pay for throwing a turnover-worthy ball. That's not good enough. Good enough. So my keys: cover the tight ends, minimize their impact blocking. Jamin Davis, Cody Barton, looking at you. That's number one. Number two: ride the running backs, take advantage of one of the worst league, uh, the, one of the worst rush defenses in the league in yards per carry, and 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 again, just exploit that. Uh, number three: catch everything, man. You got to catch everything. Those are my keys to the game. But I've also got three bold predictions. And our weekly recap coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and then watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. For Thursday Night Football, I went with 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy to go more than 222.5 passing yards, Giants tight end Darren Waller for more than 50.5 yards receiving, and 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey for more than 112.5 yards of total offense. And just like in the real game, the 49ers came through and the Giants player did not. However, I did win $25, so I still get a net profit. I've also got an entry this weekend for Brian Robinson Jr. to get more than 58.5 yards rushing, Terry McLaurin to get more than 51.5 yards receiving. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay as well for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So go to prizepix.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, this prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use a promo code locked on NFL.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Time now for bold predictions and our weekly recap. I just gave you our three keys to a Commander's win. Bold predictions. Bold prediction number one, Sam Howell. Second-year quarterback, first-year full-time starter will outrush Josh Allen. Now, this season, Josh Allen has only had one game where he actually ran for over 10 yards. I think in the first game against the Jets, he had like six yards rushing. Last weekend, the so Las Vegas Raiders, he had 34. But Josh Allen, we all know it, he is a threat on the ground. Well, Sam Howell can be a threat on the ground as well. And I think Sam Howell is going to take advantage of that soft open middle, that off coverage that the Buffalo Bills like to run. And I think Sam Howell is going to do some damage with his legs, especially if it's raining out there. See Sam Howell run, hopefully see Sam slide a little bit, right? Uh, Bowl prediction number two, Cole Turner, touchdown catch. I think we're all thinking it, right? Logan Thomas can't go. John Bates, I think, obviously, is kind of your number one, but I think Cole Turner gets a good amount of reps. I wouldn't be surprised to see John and Cole split reps or get a lot of two tight end packages out there. I think Cole Turner gets a touchdown against the Buffalo Bills here uh in his first bigger or in, in, inflated game action uh, of the season. Bowl prediction number three. I told you the linebackers are going to be incredibly important. So, if the Washington Commanders can win this game, the linebackers are going to have to step up. They don't have to make a lot of splash plays, just make the plays that you need to play, but splash plays are appreciated. I think this is where new free agent uh, linebacker Cody Barton shines. I'm going to give him the linebacker hat trick. I'm giving Cody Barton a sack, a tackle for loss, and a takeaway. Could be an interception, maybe a forced fumble, maybe fumble recovery, whatever it is. Cody Barton's getting a hat trick sack, tackle for loss, and a takeaway hopefully leading the Washington Commanders to an upset victory over the Buffalo Bills. And that's going to wrap up this week of Locked on Commanders. On Monday, we celebrated victory Monday, baby, with a, back, uh, a back-to-back back fourth quarter wins by the Washington Commanders coming from behind to beat the Denver Broncos in Colorado. Tuesday, we took a deeper dive into the action uh, and went through and looked at kind of what led to that win, including a seven-sack performance by the Washington Commanders defense led by the defensive line. Wednesday, Deron Payne popped up on the entry report, did not like that. But I told you then, don't worry about the Wednesday injury report. Too, too much in Derron Payne now is fine. We also took our first look at the Buffalo Bills Thursday. Full-on Bills coverage. Crossover Thursday with Joe Marino of Locked On Bills. He came through and dropped some knowledge. And then today, final game status reports. Keys to victory. Bold predictions. Next time we talk, it will be after the Washington Commanders defeat the Buffalo Bills in FedEx in front of a sold-out crowd two weeks in a row. Make sure you come through for that Monday or Catch it Sunday live on YouTube Sunday night. I'll be going live from the stadium after the game, after pressers, all that stuff, weather depending. There's supposed to be some storms. So depending on the weather, I may have to get home first uh, and do it from the house. Either way, as soon as I can, Sunday night, it'll be live on YouTube. But if you need to catch it Monday, it'll be on YouTube or any audio platform you need to check it out on. In the meantime, you got questions or comments, throw them in the YouTube comment section. Hit me on Twitter or become a lock insider and text me whenever you feel like it by going to join subtext.com/slash locked on commanders. As always, thank you so much for making locked on commanders your first listen of the day every day. Every day is greatly appreciate you for you. Appreciate you for coming through like you do on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, part of your routine. Till we speak again, please be safe, be kind. I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. <laughs>